Welcome back in episode 14 of the 4th Down Football Show. Myself, Matt, joined by Kyle and Mello. Boys, how are we doing on this fine, fine Monday afternoon? Fantastic. Hopefully everybody had a good Thanksgiving weekend. That's right. Whether you like your family or not, hope you had a good time. <laughs> or your girlfriend's family. Kyle, did you have oh. to do that? <laughs> Jeez, throwing me right in here, huh? Um, oh, yeah. Matt's yeah, taking no. everybody down. Right, I guess so. <laughs> no, I mean, I I think Thanksgiving went well. Uh, Giants aren't a little two-game heater as much as I don't want them to be. Uh, it was all right. Not too bad. How about you, Matt? Yes, the Giants Giants lost the tank off uh, yeah. versus the Belichick. Even though they won the game, they lost the tank off. Um, I'm doing great today. Happy. How about them birds? Go Eagles. Go Eagles. Got a little help from the from the zebras in that game, maybe. But. Yeah, and, and you're lucky that Josh Allen completely vomits all over himself any time <laughs> it's an overtime game. Ironic. They changed the rules for him and the Bills, and what happens now he can't win. 0-6. Oh, That's right. So uh, I'm doing great. We also got college football to talk about. And, no, we're not talking about Penn State whooping up on Michigan State Friday night in, Nobody in Detroit. Watched. Hey, come on now. I, I was I watched a little bit of that half. I've watched the first half. Um, but the championships are all set for the uh, – I mean, we're only covering the Power Five. We're not diving deep into the MAC and the SWAC. Oh, what? No, no. What about Sorry, the AAC? Nope, nope, not the American Athletic Conference, even though I think that's the, the Liberty Flames, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I know a couple oh, shit, people who I don't went know to that. Liberty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they were ranked. They got some college football playoff rank uh, votes at the end of the season. Um, but no, we had a at a very, very good the game between the Ohio State and uh, Michigan. Yeah, we, we don't talk about that. We don't talk like that around here. Um, Michigan wins again. Ryan Day goes home uh, crying, so... Mellow takeaways from the game. These are the two, two of the four best teams in the country facing off. Yeah. And I think you saw that on Saturday at the big house. And let me say this right off the bat, because I watched every minute of that game. I never thought for a second that Ohio state was going to win. That's what even when it was at 17 all late in the third going to the fourth quarter, I never thought Ohio State had a shot had a shot. I think the better team won at the end of the day. You said two of the four best teams. I think the better team won, though. I mean, it wasn't necessarily close. I was thinking quarterback might play the difference and it may have J.J. McCarthy played a better game than Kyle McCord did. Yeah, and you got more plays out of your skill players. You know, I it just Michigan showed why they were the better school all year, even though they both came in undefeated and they were both ranked back to back in the rankings, but you hit it right on the head, the better team won and disaster for Ryan Day and the Buckeyes because (laughs) this is now three years in a row that you've lost to Michigan and 
the only game that matters on the schedule for both schools is that game. And now that they both lost, it's not, it, it's a disappointment. 11 and one and losing to Michigan is a big deal. And now they're not playing for the big 10 championship. And it, it's a disappointment. You play your whole season for the one game and you lose. That's a problem. What? You're telling me somebody else can't win against top 10 teams? Oh. <laughs> I saw something and it was like uh, Ryan Day has one win against top 10 teams uh, or in top you know, top 10 matchups. Uh, I forget who the one. It might have been a playoff game that he won, but there has even... Yeah, he's won a playoff game, I think. Ryan Day. I don't know if Ryan Day has won a playoff game. I don't think he has. No, I don't think he has. Yeah, so uh, don't go dogging on James Franklin too much without dogging on Ryan Day, too. But um, Ohio State still seems like they've got a chance to be in the college football playoff. Um, I think it sort of depends on how the SEC championship game goes and also the Big 12 champ- or yeah, Pac-12. Pac-12 championship game goes as well. Um, with Washington and Oregon facing off there. Uh, and if Washington wins convincingly, they should definitely be in the playoff. And obviously we'll see Georgia and Michigan in. So then it'd be Georgia, Michigan, Washington, and Ohio State. Could it be Alabama, depending how they play? Could it be Texas from the Big 12? Um, a couple different interesting scenarios but i mentioned alabama crazy crazy ending to that game in the iron bowl versus auburn and i really thought i really thought bama screwed themselves and screwed their chances of making the playoff at all down by whatever it was four or five points at the end of the game there and got it to third and goal Second and goal. Botched the snap. Went the whole way back to like the 30-yard line. Missed the first missed the first play on third and goal. Or second and goal, whatever it was. And then they the had next a play. Too. Yes, they had a penalty too. And then the next play. Throws it corner touchdown. Corner of the corner of the end zone. Very back corner, a dot by Jalen Milrow. And he was screaming about how he wants the Heisman after the game. I don't know about that, but uh, Bama held on. Yes, they did. And it, and it seems like all these all these moments from the Iron Bowl, they seem to always happen in that damn stadium. You had the kick return like a decade ago. And... Alabama is a great football program, and I know that losing that game to Auburn, that kickoff, that uh, field goal miss, take it back all the way, I know that probably sucks for them, but if you go look back, they've been pretty damn successful since. It's Auburn that hasn't really done much since then, and I guess we're even now, I guess, (laughs) because... That was an incredible, incredible game. 
I don't know how Auburn was not able to just get a hand on that ball and knock it down. Or just how does your defenders lose track of where the wide receiver's at? If you just stay by your man, you know, the game's over and you're going to win. And And even what do you think of – what are you? What are your guys' opinion on not blitzing anybody on like a big, like on a hail mary or a third and goal? You don't bring any pressure. You leave everybody back in coverage. You give the quarterback like fifteen, twenty seconds, thirty seconds, as long as he wants to sit back there and pick apart the defense to try and find a spot to throw it. Versus. If you at least bring one guy back from coverage and add a little bit more pressure, if you rush four instead of just rushing three, you take a couple seconds off the clock, put a little bit of pressure on the quarterback. I don't know. Com- completely fine. Keep keep the ball in front of you, I guess. And if you can, that play yeah. Saturday, Auburn, was it was over their head, and they lost the game. That's my opinion. Okay. Kyle, just philosophically, when you see yeah. the Giants for a Hail Mary line up to to stop a Hail Mary and you see they're rushing three, you feel all right about that or you feel like they should bring a little more pressure? Oh, I never feel good about it no matter what. It's the Giants defense we're talking about. But anyway, <laughs> uh, no, I, I've always been more in favor of maybe sending another one in there because, I mean, listen – your defenders are supposed to be on your on their guys anyway. That's how it should be. Adding a little bit more pressure, especially to like a more a more mobile quarterback, I feel like that's where you gotta. I don't know. I mean, a lot of people don't expect to have four guys on the front line when you're lining up for a hail mary. It's usually the three that we're all used to seeing. So I don't know. Send in another one and see what happens. Yeah, I think creating a little bit more pressure. What are you doing? Taking away one safety. The chances of that safety, I don't know. I just don't think – I'm not no – I'm not a Bill Belichick. I'm not a defensive genius here. So, I, I don't know. Even he, even he messed up a Hail Mary, though, with a – well, not a Hail Mary, but a end-of-the-game situation with Miami there a couple of years back. But, um, he were defense. <laughs> I, I feel like you could create a little more pressure on the quarterback and don't give him quite as much time, but my opinion, um, championship weekend though, coming up here in Mellow's pac 12. Like I said earlier, we got Oregon versus Washington. Boo. Mellow, you a little bit of who are you leaning? Uh, I think Oregon's going to win the game personally. I think they've been the better school. I think they've been the best team in the pac 12 the last month and a half. I think they're going to win, and I think the winner of the Pac-12 is going to get that spot. And I do think it's going to be Oregon. To me, they've been the better team down the road here to finish off the season. Their offense been has been more consistent recently um, than Washington, and I don't th- I don't hate that pick. I mean. Washington won the head-to-head matchup with some questionable decision-making by uh, Dan Lanning, Oregon's head coach there at the end. So I don't feel bad about picking Oregon. 
Now, if they win, yes, they definitely need to be in. They need to be one of the four teams in the in the playoff. Um, if Washington wins, like I said earlier, it'll make it interesting to see who that fourth team will be. Assuming our next will move on to Georgia, Alabama for the SEC, because that'll probably be the second most compelling uh, game, even maybe the first most compelling, depending who you ask. A game that we've seen quite a few times, Georgia versus Alabama in the SEC championship. And if Alabama would have taken care of business and crushed Auburn, I think we feel pretty good about Alabama and their possible chances coming into this game. But Georgia really hasn't messed around too much this season. I I know a couple of the first half of their games have been close. Um, but really the second half they were able to step on the gas and sort of separate themselves a little bit. Carson Beck's been a little better than people have expected at quarterback. He's been a bit more uh, mature, I guess, ready. ready. People weren't sure what to expect from him in his first year as the starter, but hey, he's he's lived up to it. He's matched um, expectations exceeded expectations. Um, but Alabama really flipped the script on the quarterback side with Milrow. Not a great start to the season. They try and replace him and he comes back. And now, I mean, he thinks he's building a case for the Heisman. I don't know about that, but um, he's been steady in the second half of the season here. He's, he's been all right. I don't know that I'm going to pick Alabama, but give me, personally, give me the Bulldogs, but. Same here, but if you want chaos, you want Alabama to win on Saturday. Yes. If but Alabama wins, it'll be mega chaos. I think, and I said this a couple weeks ago, and I still stand by it, I think Georgia's in no matter what. No matter what happens on Saturday. Even how bad they looked against Alabama and they had to squeak out a win against their rival. Unless, unless they get blown out by like 40 points or something, which is not going to happen. Even if they lose a tight game in Alabama, I feel I still think they're going to be one of the four teams in this playoff. They're just not going to be number one. Yeah, I mean they've been pretty well dominant on all season long. Like I said, now I've, they haven't played a lot of people, and Alabama might be the only good team they've played all season. But still, I think their regular season record being undefeated has got to be enough to get them in. As like Melo said, as long as they don't get blown out. And even then there could be a case that they maybe could get in, depending how things shake down. Um, in the big 10, a nice little lovely Michigan going to beat Iowa by like three points. They got to be careful though. You think so? I'm not saying they're going to lose, but if they do, they're not in, they're not getting in. I don't think so, but I mean, Michigan favored by 23 right now. <laughs> Hammer that Michigan minus 23. I agree. I mean, I, <laughs> Iowa, yeah, you got a good defense, but you aren't scoring any points on offense. So, especially not on Michigan's defense, it's not like, oh, they're good on Michigan's good on offense, but their defense is a joke. No, they're they're pretty elite at both of them, actually. So, I mean, these are two of the top 
five, maybe even 10 defenses in the whole nation, which would be interesting. The only, like I said, separator is Michigan's offense is electric and Iowa's offense is non-existent really. So should be a blowout if you ask me by Michigan. Um, ACC though, this would be an interesting one. Louisville against Florida State. Florida State without Jordan Travis, obviously. Tragic, terrible injury. And they had I watched part of their game um, this past weekend, just Saturday, against the Gators, which was a close game. And that leads you to think they might be in a bit of trouble here. As Mo likes to say, uh-oh. Yeah, uh-oh is right. <laughs> um, Florida State's got to be careful because they didn't look good on Saturday against the Gators. And listen, rivalry game, your backup's in there. Okay, fine. You can kind. I can. I can live with it. You won the game, whatever. But any chance that you have of being in this college football playoff. You already have a disadvantage because you don't have your star quarterback in there. But if you get absolutely manhandled by Louisville, you're not getting in. And I don't even know if a New Year's Six is going to happen. Like I said, I think the committee's been waiting all year to kind of devalue Florida State a little bit. And unfortunately, it might rear its ugly head on Saturday. You're going to really see what the committee thinks about Ohio State if they lose Saturday. Yeah. That'll be interesting. If Florida State loses, who gets in? Florida State, Ohio State, and even the loser of the Pac-12 championship could throw their name in the hat, especially if it's Washington. If if uh, Oregon wins the Pac-12 championship, Florida State loses. That could be a nice little interesting race between those three teams. And Ironically, the team that didn't make the championship game might be the best out of all three of them. Um, so that just leaves in the power five. The big let's see how the rankings go tomorrow. Um, let's see how the rankings come out tomorrow. That will yes. have a huge factor in it, too. Definitely. Um, let's see how far they drop Ohio State. You know, honestly, they shouldn't drop that far because they lost to a team that was... Probably be five. Better than them. Yeah, they should... I don't really like how you lose. You have to drop, it seems like. You played a pretty good game. Doesn't mean that you, you dropped. You lost to probably a better team. I don't I don't know. Never really was a fan of that. But um, like I said, Big 12 championship last year. Oklahoma State and Texas. Uh, Texas favored by 14 and a half down there. Game taking place in Jerry World. Um, Oklahoma State. Story of two different teams this season. Um, just wins, some nice wins against Oklahoma, against Kansas, um, but then losing to some crappy schools, like losing to UCF, losing to uh, Iowa State, and then losing to South Alabama. It's like, what? this team does not really deserve to be in here. Um does not surprise me if Texas just totally crushes them in this game and wins by 20 or more. 
Um, but also would not surprise me if Oklahoma State finds a way to keep it close. I don't know. Yeah, and again, let's let's see what these rankings come out tomorrow, and let's see where Texas is. And I'm not saying Texas is going to be that fourth team, but they're not dead either. No, no, one loss, uh, pack or Big Twelve champion means something at least. So you beat Alabama at the beginning of the year, which I think everybody now, now. Is like, all right. Well, yeah, it does look good now. That that looks better than FSU's win against LSU right now to start yeah. the season. So it's one of the better looking wins in the season, even though they have that loss to Oklahoma, but whatever, what are you going to do with it? Um, I think that's all we got on the college football side. NFL. Melo wanted to give a quick shout out to his Packers for winning on Thanksgiving day. We told him we give him 30 seconds. Damn right. Shout out to Jordan love. He is him. The franchise. Like I said, Five and six, we're in the hunt. We're the eighth seed in the NFC. Do not let us get in because I we will run the damn table. And if you look at our schedule coming up, it is extremely favorable. We got the Chiefs this weekend, which, all right, I'm not stupid. We're probably going to lose. But the way they looked against the Raiders yesterday in that first half, it's not out of the question that the Raiders, I mean, the Packers keep it close. And then the remaining schedule, Giants Monday Night Football in New York. Sorry, Kyle, we're going to win that game. Home against the Buccaneers, Panthers, and then two games in our division against the Vikings, and then the crappy Bears at home. There's a very good shot that this Packers team could finish 10-7, and and they will be your sixth seed or seventh seed in the NFC, and we will run the goddamn table. Don't let us get in. That's all I'm going to say. That was more than 30 seconds, but... uh. <laughs> it's all right. Um, Passion, love it. I guess, I guess that's what we'll chalk it up to. I think it might be a more delusion, but we'll chalk it up to passion at this point. We'll, we'll give it to you, Mello. Um Okay, keep talking. Okay, here we come. We're coming. We like that. We like that. That's okay. Uh, Eagles don't play we like that. this year. We, we like don't have that. to worry about yeah. playing you. Yeah, you, you don't be... have to worry. You don't have to worry because. We don't play a. We don't have to play a team in the first round if we get the bye, and that's all that yeah. the Packers would be uh, in is the first round. Okay. Anyway. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yep. We'll yeah, shove a talking. cheese head down your throat. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, a big block of cheese. Yep. Of course, the Commanders got crushed by the Cowboys. Um, a little bit of a little bit of history there for the Cowboys as they win 45 to 10 and sorry, blanking on the guy's first name here with the pick six pick six record. I'm sorry. I'm missing this bland last name bland. Deron bland. Sorry. took me 15 seconds. Um, Six pick six of the season. Very impressive win there by the Cowboys. Pains me to say that as an Eagles fan. Kyle, I know it pains you to give the Cowboys praise too as a Giants fan though, right? Mm, I mean, I guess. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give I it didn't to sound him. convinced at all. Uh, no, I mean, he doesn't need to be. I, not really. And not only that too, I understand what happens when the Cowboys get into the playoffs. Same That's thing right. every year. 
so yeah, I mean, let them have their fun. Um, yeah, I mean, they were impressive, but you should be impressive against a Washington team that is complete in all different angles right now. This this club is just tearing it down. Obviously, I'm shocked that Ron Ron Rivera is still there. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's it's what you're supposed to do. Um, I'll give you the props that you should be getting. It's just how it is, you know. Um, yeah, impressive win for the for for Dallas, and you know, good for them. Got to get you guys this take on this. The first ever Black Friday game this Friday. Did you like it? Were you a fan of it? Thoughts? Didn't watch it. All right. There's our first answer. Not a fan. Um, uh, it's it was even weird if you didn't me. watch it. Just just a fan of the idea or not? I like the idea. I, mean, I just didn't watch it. Okay. I I didn't mind the idea because I mean, if you guys listen to our baseball podcast, I say it all the time, growing the game. I I love anything that can grow any sport. I think it's a it's a really cool thing, but at the same time when I was watching this, I'm like this is weird. Like I like I I just I felt uncomfortable watching it just because I'm not used to it, you, you know. So, I don't know, maybe do it again next year and I'll have a better answer for you. It was like three in the afternoon that it was on, which was very strange yeah. out here. Because yeah. those games that are on at that time are either obviously on Sundays and none of them start at three o'clock. Um, but afternoon games are either on at Sundays or on holidays. And Black Friday is not quite a holiday to me. I mean, still had to go to work that day. I mean, I came home sick. I was sick across the weekend. Um, so I enjoyed being able to watch it because I was sick. But like, I'm at work Black Friday. Maybe I'll sneak sneak my phone out and watch the game some, but like you're not going to convince me with the Dolphins Jets game. Um, and overly enthusiastic Al Michaels, <laughs> and that is a touchdown for the Jets. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm a fan. Yeah, of that, and, but and there's no Aaron Rodgers, and then you got Kirk Herbstreit who's already thinking of doing Michigan. Well, going to game day for Michigan Ohio State the next morning. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. I I will say with Prime, I'm a big fan of the aesthetics of their whole uh, setup and their whole um, experience, game day experience, whatever you want to say. I like all of that pretty much. I uh, don't like that you have a reporter who's making up things as your lead uh, host during the halftime and post-game show. Yeah, that's not a good Carissa look. Thompson. Yeah, not a good look at all. Don't. Why would you go out and say that anyway? Now it's just like, yeah, I don't believe anything that she says, really, because, I mean, you just said that you made things up. And it anyway, puts a scar on everyone else list. who does that job. It really does. Yes, it really does. Um, Less is more. Yes. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, we'll leave it at that. Um, moving on to Sunday's slate of games. I said Oof. I was watching the, the Steelers-Bengals game. Yeah, we all did really bad at picking the games, too. Got to gotta put that out there. We did really bad at picking the games this Sunday. Um, I was watching the Steelers-Bengals game, and... I forget if the game was over, if it was in like the fourth quarter. 
I sent a text into our our group chat with all three of us, and I was like, we need to talk about the uh, Steelers uh, on Monday. Podcast topic, Steelers, actually somewhat for real with a new offensive coordinator. I mean, hey, they had 400 yards for the first time in 58 games, I think they said, something unreal like that, and all because they fired Matt Canada and got somebody who knows how to call plays in there on offense for once. And Kenny Pickett, He's really good at not throwing interceptions. He's got the Steelers record for most consecutive pass attempts now without an INT, I saw. So that's impressive. And he's been doing enough. Uh, George Pickens, impressive. Deontay Johnson, a lot of stuff coming out about him, about not trying. You guys see that clip? Yes, I did. Kyle? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, what is what is he doing? Just sitting there, standing there as the live ball bounces right past him. That's embarrassing. But um, no, the Steelers, their defense is for real. Ferocious up front. They got back Cam Hayward now on that defensive line. And obviously Alex Highsmith and TJ Watt leading the way on the ends. That's one of the best fronts in football right there. I mean, my Eagles probably have that uh, locked up as the best front in football. Could be close. Um, We didn't even talk about the Eagles yet. You just wait. Um, Oh, no. Anyway, Steelers. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Steelers, I think if their offense can sort of get on track here, they're not going to be in a bad spot in the AFC North, and they might even be a playoff team as of right now. Um, pulling that up. Uh, yeah, yeah, they're the fifth fifth team in the AFC as of right now. I mean, and that feels a little bit weird to say, but and as we continue to see, like team like the Texans rise and the Colts actually, surprise, surprise, they're actually not too bad this season. They're coming up, uh, rising from the dust, rising from the ashes a little bit. But Steelers, I. I gave my thoughts. I think that could be legit. Uh, love to hear what you guys have to, have to say. They, Mike Tomlin's a really damn good coach. Whether people want to give him the proper credit or not. But for some reason, every year, this guy gets whatever he has on the roster. He just coaches the hell out of them, and they find themselves in it and that's all you want to be at this time of year you want to be in the conversation and that's what they are and remember the crappy preseason that they had and everybody was overreacting that Kenny Pickett was no good Mike Tomlin's wash this pay, this uh, Steelers team is not going to be any good this year and they started I think 0-2 out of the gate and everybody was like yep this is Steelers are not going to be any good this year and now here they come I don't think they're going to win this division. I think Baltimore has that locked up. But if they just keep doing what they're doing and they have that great defense, they're going to be one of the seven teams in this playoffs. Yeah. Kyle? Yeah, Yeah, you know, I mean, listen, this has been the story of the Steelers for how many years now? Their defense is one of the top in football. And then when you go over to offense, it's a different story. They, I mean, yeah, maybe on paper they look okay, but when it's time to execute, they can't. 
And that's just, that's been the story. And I'm going to piggyback off of what uh, Mello said. I mean, Mike Tomlin deserves the respect. I mean, year in and year out, he has this team with a winning record, doing things that nobody expects him to do. Um, I don't want to say it's it's too late for them to make too much noise, but I think it is. You know, I mean, I, I love the move of firing the OC and getting a new guy in there, getting a fresh uh, fresh fresh mind in there, and uh, – you know, take that into the offseason, kind of build around that, build, get some more pieces in the draft for your offense, because your defense has shown year in and year out that it is, it's going to play, you know, so um, yeah, just going to, going to next season, fix this offense up a little bit, get a few more weapons. I do think, uh, I think Pickett's the guy. I, I like what I see out of him. Um, yeah, just good things for Pittsburgh. All right, they heard it on on the uh, Steelers this season. I feel all right about them. Need to improve the offense still some. It's not anything to feel great about, but uh, we've seen improvements so far. Um, next thing we got to cover is the tankathon, the tank off, Kyle's Giants lose the tankathon by winning the game. Um, Kyle, your your whole thought process going through this game. I I obviously I I, I picked the Giants to win. Uh, I think New England is somehow in a bigger bigger delusional front office, whatever the hell they got going on up there, than the Giants are. Um, saying a lot, you know, this Giants team is very bad. Um, <laughs> no, so. I was a big Patriots fan. I wanted the Patriots to win this game. I did. As soon as the field goal came up, I'm like, I can't believe he just missed it. You know, that's just it's what it comes down to. Of course, that's how the Giants won the game. Um, I I don't know, man. I, I really don't know. I, I need this team to start losing, uh, believe it or not, because they are now screwing themselves in the draft. I believe right now they have the sixth overall pick. Um you got to figure something out. You have to have a high draft pick this year, but they're, they're now on a two game heater. They're winning games that they should be winning, but also at the same time, just take your pride, shove it up your ass and lose these games. I mean, come on, listen. And I understand no pro sports team is going to lose on purpose. I get it. I get that. But when you're kind of screwing yourselves here, I mean, come on, just, Throw the game a little bit. It, it can't be that hard to do. Nobody's going to find out. Just screw the game. Let's go. And then rebuild for next year because the Giants are making zero noise this year. Just let it go. Another lost season. It's what these us Giants fans are expecting year in and year out. Um, they gave us a little hope, and then they snatched that shit away come week one this year. So, you know, I mean, Tommy DeVito. Cool. Right? Cool story. At least he won. In front of his family. That's right. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so you're saying you're saying the Giants need to lose to the Packers, the Saints, the Eagles, the Rams, and yes, the Eagles they do. for the rest of the season. Well, not not the Rams, because I'm going to that game. But um, <laughs> oh, that's right. yeah. But these other these last few games, dude, come on. I mean you can lose to the Patriots. You can figure out a way. Washington, yes, you should have won that game. I would have been okay with you losing, but I understand winning against Washington. 
But, dude, I mean, you should have lost against Arizona in the beginning of the year. That was a no-brainer. I wish they would have <laughs> lost that. And then you beat, you beat Washington twice, and then you beat New England. Yes, these are all teams who are in front of you in the draft, but you there's a difference between them teams and you. This Giants team did not expect this to happen whatsoever. I'm sorry, but they didn't. If you look at the other teams, they expected all of this. This is normal, right? But now the Giants are just screwing themselves even more with the draft, like I already explained. So I don't know, man. You know, yes, they're probably going to lose out the rest of their games, but we'll see how much that actually matters once draft order comes out. On the Patriots side of things, what a mess. What a disappointment. (laughs) I mean, you really need to start totally fresh there. I mean, whatever that looks like with getting rid of Bill Belichick, if that's a mutual separation, whatever you want to say, um, and then you got to get a new quarterback. Mac Jones is not the guy. Mac Jones is a backup at best in this league. He's a total bust. I'll tell you that. Um, so you're going to need a new quarterback. You're going to need a new head coach. You're going to need to start all over. So, I mean, they're going to be, they're going to be trying to get in the Cale Williams sweepstakes, uh, Drake may, whoever you want to throw up there, Bo Nix, Michael Penix, all of these guys, um, they're going to be drafting one of those guys this season and we'll see where it goes from there. It's going to be a whole different tenure in new England. It's going to be weird to see them not coached by bill Belichick. Weird to see them, uh, maybe have a different mindset about things an offensive mindset about things for once. It'll be interesting to see going forward. Um, but Melo, Melo, you got anything on either of these teams? Hard game to watch yesterday. And that's on top of picking, making bad picks and just the 10 a.m. slot was not that great out here on the West Coast. So, no, but somebody had to lose that game. And fortunately for the Patriots, it was them. There you go. Um, Final game, final topic I think we want to cover here. Oh, 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 oh how about them Eagles? Oh, I thought oh, you were losing that second. game yesterday. No, still haven't got a chance to uh, hang this up, but uh, had to had to pull that. Heard out. so good. Um, that's, right. <laughs> that's right. Um, heard that statement had to pull before. That out. I'm sure you have. <laughs> yes. Um, How about them Eagles? How, how about them Eagles? I thought we were going to lose that game. The way the offense was playing, Told first you. possession of the game, we throw the ball three times and three incompletions. Three times Jalen Hurts is throwing the ball away to no one on purpose because the offensive line was just mesh with water, just straight through, just not holding anything back. It was. I thought we were in for an ugly game without Lane Johnson there at the right tackle spot. Um, offensive line shirt up after that, I'll tell you that. And even then, offense was not moving very well, just period. It was like 17-7 to 7 late in the third quarter. And then the Eagles. Whew. Jalen Hurts, clutch quarterback. Not MVP. my words. 
Ah, that's a different conversation. Um, Dan Orlovsky's word, Tom Brady-ish or esque, whatever, whichever one he said. Now, oh boy, Dan Orlovsky has a lot of outrageous takes. So I don't know if I want to uh, associate my name with his takes very much, but. Jalen Hurst is clutch. I, I will tell you that. Mello said MVP question mark, and that may be a interesting conversation. I don't know that he should be MVP based off of his numbers this season. I'm not a delusional Eagles fan, um, but he's definitely been one of the most clutch quarterbacks. And the during this stretch that we said the Eagles are going to struggle on, so far, they're two and zero. They beat the Chiefs and they beat the Bills. Now, I mean that—that's perfect. That's what exactly what you're asking for. And next up, we got the 49ers, and they'll be healthy this time around compared to the NFC Championship game when we saw them last. But I'm ready for it. And I mean, we already got Hassan Reddick out here talking trash. Not, don't know that I love that, but um, yeah. Go birds! Now the the non Eagles take on all of it, uh, Mellow. Yeah, good win for the Eagles. Um, you can't lose that game to Buffalo the way they're playing right now. Now for a yeah. second, I, I you, Matt just said it. You thought he was going to lose for a second there. Um, the Eagles are showing why they've been one of the best teams the last couple of seasons. And we've seen this from Jalen Hurts. We saw it not just with the Eagles, but we saw it at Alabama. We saw a little bit of it at, at uh, Oklahoma. This guy can play. Dude's a baller. Not just a bum. Um, the Eagles are still the best team in the NFC. I know the 49er fans are probably going to have something to say about it, and they're going to get a chance to show it coming up. But just I wouldn't want to go to Philly and play against the Eagles. And if they're going to be playing like that in the Kelly Green jerseys, which look fantastic, Ooh. might have a shot. I got to say, I, I don't know how you guys feel about it, but I, I personally love those Kelly Green jerseys. I wish they were more often. Hmm. Kyle, from the Giants fans' perspective, oh, I'll like never say anything. Yeah, I'll, I'll never say anything good about the <laughs> Eagles, man. But no, uh, I'll I'll give credit where credit's due. Um, the Eagles are taking care of business. They're doing what they need to do. Um, kind of like both of you guys said, I think Jalen Hurts is a baller. He's doing his thing. He's he's proving uh, game in and game out. You know, he can do it. He's the guy. So, you know, I mean. Good for good for the Eagles. Um, you know, I, I I personally think next week is going to be their their tallest task. If they can get over that San Francisco team, yeah, then maybe I'll have a different uh, maybe I'll be a little bit more confident in my heated rivals. Um, yeah, but no, um, good for them. Um, yeah, best team in the NFL, and no. well on our way to another trip to the Super Bowl. Come Those on are statements now. of Come fact, on. not opinion. Those are statements of fact. Um, if, if, if I can just touch on the other side real quick, Bills ain't making the playoffs. I can tell you that right oh. now. Yeah. They are not making it. I have their schedule in front of me 
they play Chiefs this weekend. Or no, 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 no. Hang on. They play them next weekend. And then they play the Cowboys, Chargers, and with the Chargers, you never know what Chargers you're going to get. You're going to get the Chargers that are going to score 40 points and look like world beaters. You're going to get the Chargers that are going to score 25 and their defense gives up 40. Uh, well, we're not going to know. So, and then they play the Bills, and then they play the Patriots, and then Dolphins. You're going to lose. They're not making the playoffs. They might finish 10 and 7. I mean, uh, 7 and 10 or 8 and 9, and they're not getting in. And that's a problem. They're six and six right now, and tenth in the AFC. So, not exactly where you want to be when you thought you're in a window with Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, uh, all these guys. Just gotta go across that team. Yeah, maybe it's time to get yourself an offensive, offensive-minded head coach. But uh, could be a conversation for another day coming up here soon. Uh, I said last thing. Quick shout out to the Panthers for firing Frank Reich, my former guy in Philadelphia there, um, but sort of expected, I guess. I mean, it didn't take very long. He's only 11 games into this thing, and you're already letting him go. But I guess you want to see results from Bryce Young quickly. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, Panthers I might have picked the wrong guy, too. Yeah, what was that, Kyle? That's a tall task for anybody. I don't care who the hell you ask. You put Tom Brady on that <laughs> offense, he's going to struggle. I'm sorry. That's just how it is. <laughs> yeah, they've been abysmal this season, to say the least. Um, but I think that's all we got for this episode, unless you guys got anything else you want to add yet. No? Nope. All right. Well, that's going to do it for episode 13. We will see you guys later. Appreciate you listening, watching, all of that stuff. And, yeah, we will see you again next Monday. See ya. Go, Pat, go.